Put your I'm smiles on. Hey, I said, hey, 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 hey. hey. So we start each week with one of us coming up with an idea for a character. We make heroes. We make villains. The fun show nobody gets to see. The best show happens backstage. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we're saying is we're we're inviting you in to enjoy the parts of the process that we enjoy. If anyone listening gets inspired to make something original for themselves, then we've done our job. I think that even though the whole podcast is us creating the character, it's a podcast about writing process. We forget it's a podcast and get lost in the story. Hello and welcome to the B-Mega Podcast. My name is Adam and I am here with my good friend Luke at the Mega HQ where every week we make up a new character from some ridiculous idea that one of us has. How you doing, Luke? I am fantastic. I was waving, but I don't think anybody else can see that. I saw it enthusiastic waving you were doing. <laughs> it's a double wave. That's how happy I am. Luke. Yes. Last week we created a character called Crunchy Teeth. Mm-hmm. To which I have to say... Uh, on MegatonCityNews.com, you created one of my favorite character illustrations of all time. He was... Teeth. His teeth were really fun to draw. Yeah, that was sort of a ridiculous one start to finish. Mm-hmm. Have you, ever since we created that character, been more aware of your dental hygiene, your oral <laughs> hygiene, the cleanliness of your chompers? Oh, it's such a personal question, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to. Totally. Well... Yeah, I never had great teeth to begin with. And uh, the whole time I was drawing crunchy teeth, it was like I was looking into my soul. Ooh. Previously at the Mega HQ. I listen to a lot of music. I've listened to music for a long time, and I listen to loud music. And as a result, I have a hard time hearing people sometimes. <laughs> I can't go to a restaurant and have a normal conversation with somebody that's at the same table as, as I am because of all the, the sound that uh, that drives me crazy. So I just sit there just kind of staring at everyone and nodding like I know what they're saying. I was at work one day and there was so much other stuff happening. I was having trouble hearing what people were saying and someone said a person's name and it stopped me in my tracks. They weren't even talking to me. I just heard the name and I stopped and spun and just stared at the person who had said it as if they had insulted me and my family. The name that I heard is the mega for this week and that name is Victoria Puppyfoot. Time for the brainstorm. I think she's actually a cat lover. She lives on her own Okay. Uh, in a small apartment. She has 27 cats. Wow. That's um, a lot. Takes really good care of them, though. That's not like yeah, not like the people you see on the news that right. are like walking on layers of cat poo. What does she do? She uh, She's a veterinarian's assistant. Oh, well, that makes sense. Um, she, she really loves animals. She's just, she's just totally a cat person, uh, has never owned a dog in her life. Is actually kind of allergic to dogs. She can tolerate it at work. That's, that's exactly the level of allergic that the vast majority of people are. She's a little allergic to dogs. Right. Yeah. Where's her home? You said she lives in an apartment. Yeah, she um, she lives in kind of the industrial area of this this town. Um, she needed to find. It was hard for her to find a, an apartment or a landlord that who would allow 
all of these pets. Right. Uh, so what she, part of the world? Somewhere in the maybe eastern U.S. Something about Victoria, the name Victoria Puppyfoot. It's got that sort of, I think because of the Victoria, which I associate with Queen Victoria, and there are a lot of Victorias um, named in that honor. It made me think of royalty. Like I just had this vision of a, like a sort of distant relation to the monarchy who lives in sort of a, a quiet little, the point being that she has nothing that she needs to do. And maybe that's a maybe that's an interesting add-on to the yeah. twenty-seven cats. She could still be a veterinarian assistant. That works. But I, I like uh, I like moving her maybe out. Maybe not, but no, no. I like that. I like moving her out to um, kind of a more isolated place. Mm-hmm. That actually that works a little better with. So like she lives out in the countryside, out you know in a small town. Because it, I mean, when I get to what I saw as kind of the catalyst, eventually yeah. it, it it actually it makes a little bit more sense. Good call. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> How old do you, young adult? Yeah, I would say new adult, like 20s, 30s, late 20s, 30s. Um, Maybe she's even a a veterinary student. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That works really well. Studying to become a vet. Veterinary sciences, whatever you call it. That's how. Animal science. The the, the stuff with the, you know, the animals. Whatever lets you poke and prod things to make what them feel better. Is, what's, uh, what's the degree called where you're like a uh, like, uh, doctor, but for animals? <laughs> well, does she have any uh, particular annoyances or weaknesses? Well, or? She's, she has a little bit of an attention problem. She has, she has a hard time paying attention to things, um, keeping, keeping herself uh, focused. She's a she's a stereotypical millennial. Can't keep her attention on right. on one thing. She has twenty seven cats. Well, that's why she has the twenty seven cats. Privileged. She can spend some time with this one. Go to number seven. Go to number ten. Twenty seven cats. That's one cat for every hour of the day, but three cats, you know, for stand in or something. Right. If the others are sleeping, she can yeah. mess with those. Does she do like? Like at lunchtime, she buries herself in all the cats or anything like creepy <laughs> like that. Yeah, I'm done studying. She I has, just want to lay in my cat bed, and they just she has a she has a cat bed, and she has a, a a cat royal rumble where she tries to throw all the cats out of the bed, and they all try to stay in the bed. <laughs> Kitty royal rumble. Kitty. <laughs> Despite her uh, short attention span, she is just dedicated to making sure these cats have the best lives possible. She just takes exquisite care of them, pampers them like they are royalty. She's she's not in veterinary school just because it's neat. She she really loves animals and the the 27 cats, if that's not witness enough. Exactly. Okay. Does she have any other pets? She tried to fish one time. Um, And the cats just went crazy. That it was like the cat apocalypse. Well, for the fish, cats were fine. <laughs> the cats fared all right. <laughs> so, how do you have her becoming Mega? She lives in the small place, kind of out in the country. She doesn't realize it, but near her home is land that's being used for uh, some top secret governmental uh, military research. Um, one of her cats goes missing, so she's freaking out. She's panicking. 
she's going looking all over the place for this cat wanders into this onto this land uh, that's being used by the uh, being used for the research and they're doing teleportation research they are teleporting puppies uh, they have also teleported dozens of dogs uh, to test their teleportation devices by the way that's the best startup pitch ever <laughs> we're the uber of teleporting puppies into your living room <laughs> Every child's dream come true. Yeah. We teleport puppies. Puppy, puppy port? Puppy port. Pup, port. Pup, pup portation. Puppy, pup portation? Pup portation. Pup, pup to you. Pup, skip and a jump. Pup. Pup in your house. Pony. Pupperoni? Pup. She um she w- finds her cat, but she happens to find the cat and is standing in the uh, location where this teleportation uh, is right. supposed to, I guess, land or or its destination for the puppy specimen. And when that happens, she and her twenty seventh cat and the puppy are merged into one mutant creature. Oh God! And uh, the puppy has taken the place of her left foot. Yeah. She has an ankle that's just grown into this puppy's back, and it's got its four legs. What kind of a puppy? It's a dachshund. Short. Yeah. Low to the ground. Yep. Now we've built up this thing that she's in school, you know, studying the the animals and such. Mm-hmm. That maybe we could incorporate that into this. Maybe the, maybe the lab that she's working in... <laughs> the lab that she's studying in, her maybe her professor is is trying to, even though it's been deemed unsafe, he's trying to to make a lot of money by creating this puppy teleporter, the puppy porter, or yes. whatever. Um, that's it, puppy porter, <laughs> um, or whatever. Wait, um, I think that's a beer. Oh, <laughs> oh, I have a puppy porter. It's made with puppy whiskers and the finest hops and barley, <laughs> or something. That there's yeah. the, that the that there's a professor that's trying to. Working with a somebody from the physics lab to create a yeah, so maybe puppy teleporter. Maybe her cat gets sick. Maybe one of her cats gets sick, and she takes it to right the on. to the school and is trying to yeah, have yeah. trying to take care of it. She's there after she's there after, after hours. After hours, when all the yeah. bad stuff is happening, <laughs> she hears the cries of a puppy. She goes into that room. The just the whimpering of a of a helpless puppy. Yeah. And even though she's slightly allergic, she can't resist helping an animal in distress. She runs to grab it, runs to pick it up, and kazap! Kazowie! I was going to say because cats are so central to her her being, and that maybe she's covered in, she's also covered in cat hair. Yeah. So she's, she's, um, and has one cat in her bag or something, and that she becomes, like, mostly a cat. She's kind of feline. Like an anthropomorphic <laughs> cat, yes. but with the foot of a dog, so, of a puppy. Like, imagine the visual reveal. It's like, pan up from her, her cat foot up up her body. You see, like, yeah. all cat features and then back down to this little yeah. puppy. Yeah. Like, gnawing on a bone. And now, a word from our new sponsor. Hey, any fellow creators out there? Do you have an exciting project in your head or laptop or scrawled on the bathroom wall that you're hesitating to get out in front of an audience? We get it. Luke and I spent years talking about a variety of ideas without getting anywhere. 
having no idea how or where to start bringing our ideas to an audience. You should take that first step today. Find a domain name and host the website that will help your work find its audience. Today's B-Mega podcast is sponsored by Fat Cow. Click the Fat Cow link in the description of this episode to get started today. Our Megaton City News webcomic is hosted at Fat Cow, and it gives us the storage and security we need for a price we can afford on a webcomic salary. And you will be helping Luke and I to continue producing the B-Mega podcast at the very same time. Start getting your work out there today. Have a donut and be mega. This has been a message from our sponsors. Mega Power. Victoria Puppyfoot, because of her transformation and melding with the cat and the dog, can command canines and felines telepathically Mm. to do her bidding. She eventually learns that she has an entire army of cats living in her house that she can use to protect herself from intruders, um, help other people, go shopping for her. So just those 27 cats or no, every cat? Any cats that she wants to. But but those are her pals, so they're right on her side, yeah. Yeah. So when she travels around, are the 27 cats always, like, close behind? She she takes... Is she like the Pied Piper of Cat Town? She would take some of them with her. Oh, okay. But then she Just leaves depend. the others behind. She right. has them protecting her house. She can call them for backup. Yeah, or she's okay. she's always aware of of like alley cats and even domesticated cats, like you know, fluffy. I would imagine though, if you were in a, if you needed something to throw, you needed a cat to throw down. I would think a street cat would be the. Yeah, you really don't want overweight skittles to come and <laughs> overweight skittles with no front claws yeah. and like. He just plops just down on bubbling down the street. Just lays on his back and and paws at the person that you're trying to fight. Purrs. Yeah. Although that could be used as as a distraction. Man, I had a little bit of a uh, little bit of walk in there. <laughs> a little bit of a distraction. Uh, that's my, me doing your Christopher Walken. <laughs> sounds like sounds like a really excited kid. <laughs> Mega ability. Because she had hair of all 20, 27 cats, right? She had the fur of all 27 cats. Just sure. Because even though it's clean, I mean, come it's, on. Yeah, it's on her somewhere. She's got 27 cats. She has the ability to change the color of her fur to blend in with her environment based on all the different 27 cats. So the 27 cats are all different varieties. Nice. And she can make herself look like any of those varieties to suit the occasion or blend into her surroundings or um, maybe she even takes on sort of the characteristics of that type of cat when she shifts into that look. Maybe that's some of it too. I don't know. I don't know that much about cats. No, so. that's that's awesome. She's like a she's a cat chameleon. Yes, the, she's a cat chameleon. Mega ability. It, we're talking a lot about cats, and her name is Victoria Puppyfoot. Right. So there's there's right. one thing that she's really good at. What's that? She is a master of the spinning puppy roundhouse kick. Four little tiny puppy feet. <laughs> yes, and and right. a, and a mouth. <laughs> and its little wiener body. Oh. Just like a just a slap. Just just. Oh. <laughs> you did that. Oh, slapped your chest. All I could picture was you. 
topless but like painted to look like a wiener dog and with like a wiener dog mask on strapped to somebody's foot <laughs> yeah I, I, it was weird I, th- I think you've misunderstood the concept of Victoria Puppyfoot I think I got it exactly right <laughs> Uh, okay, I like this. The the swinging roundhouse puppy kick. Is that spinning. right? Spinning roundhouse Spinning puppy, no puppy roundhouse, roundhouse I kick. Oh, I had it in the wrong order. Very specific spinning, order. Any other spinning, order and she just falls down. Spinning puppy roundhouse kick. She has to call it out as she does it, too. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Spinning puppy roundhouse kick. <laughs> it's a mouthful to get out while you're spinning. I'll add one thing to it. Maybe when she's fighting several people and she just wants to kind of affect a whole area. Yeah. The the puppy pees while she does it. <laughs> that's the spraying. Wait, yeah. The that's the spraying, spraying puppy spinning. roundhouse kick. <laughs> it's like a sprinkler. <laughs> Weaknesses. After her transformation, she uh, has no other choice but to avoid lone trees, fire hydrants, and unattended newspapers. Those are her weaknesses. Because the puppy foot gets a little so crazy. She, she just is draw- the puppy goes right after <laughs> yeah, it, and then yeah. she can't. She's, ah, ah. <laughs> it's like a person being dragged by their own foot. <laughs> yes, because it has all four of its legs. So is it's- that is that an Evil Dead where his hand gets possessed <laughs> and he's like dragged by yes. his hand? I knew you would know the answer to that, too. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Uh, but like yes. that. Exactly like that. Nemesis. It's a, it's, a, it's a professor that she knows from the veterinary program, but that nobody likes. Okay. Because he doesn't like animals. Oh. And, and, and his deal is that he was a people doctor, but he was awful at it. So then he, found, then he, he got his veterinary license. He's teaching at this quiet veterinary college and doesn't want to be there. Is trying to help me out here. Well, maybe he's evil because he's taking the puppies from the medical program. Like they're they're trying like people bring their animals in to save them and there's an unusually high number of quote fatalities within yeah. the the veterinary school, but it's because yeah. he's taking them and 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 selling All them the- all the veterinary, all the tests that they do, there's a there's a research component, all the tests that they do, all of the puppies mysteriously die. And it's because this professor <clears throat> is drugging them so they fall asleep and then he takes the takes the puppies and wakes them up and teleports them to people's homes. I think he's also doing something to them though, because he doesn't like animals. He's right. doing something to the dogs to make them like stronger or more vicious or something. So then when they teleport, yes. they get into the house and then they're like rawr, rawr. He's a professor in the veterinary program, but he hates animals. But he's a he. Why are they always geneticists? We did that before. But I was gonna say that he's he. Yeah, he's experimenting. He's he's turning these puppies vicious and then working with somebody to teleport yeah. them. I don't know. I don't yeah. know where that all goes. But that he's in cahoots he's, with whatever the company is that's like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. trying to develop the teleportation and yeah. They needed a veterinarian yeah. on staff who could and speak to all the health concerns and. He sees it as an opportunity to to really keep people from wanting to have pets and yeah. take care of animals. So he thinks that the way to break humanity's love affair with animals is is through the is by obviously starting with puppies because if people can 
turn against poppies then they'll turn against the rest of the animal kingdom do you think that puppy foot is vicious like the rest of them yeah 100 percent. okay <laughs> right yeah that just makes so that's another power then is that her, is her that this is like a, a wicked the like, puppy foot go like rages out that roundhouse kick involves some pretty sharp puppy teeth but she's she uses <laughs> just she uses her her telepathy to kind of keep it subdued most of the time yeah though. well just so that you know just like keep it used, calm and used only against evil yeah so i think that that give that she then is um after this professor who's maybe always maybe maybe this is just his latest attempt to foil humanity through abuse of animals or something a long time ago we introduced a company in megaton city called pax dynamics i feel like they would be involved in a lot of the the terrible corporate things that happen in all of these stories like so some subsidiary of their yeah. of their company is responsible for the teleport the puppy port totally. totally yeah i think i think that's absolutely true so does this villain have a name yeah but i can't think of what it is <clears throat> i wanted to i feel like it would be good to be like an evil doctor type name yeah but I don't know what it is yet. Like Doctor Killing Dogs. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Doctor Down with Dogs. Doctor Doctor No Cuddles. This just in from Megaton City. Feline hero uses canine appendage to apprehend horde of villainous miscreants. Mega Origin. Veterinary student Victoria Welp moved to America from England with dreams of becoming an expert caregiver for domesticated pets. Paying for her schooling with an inheritance from her well-to-do family in the United Kingdom, Victoria surrounded herself with the animals she adored. In fact, she lived with 27 different kinds of cats, doting on them whenever she wasn't buried in coursework. One of Victoria's cats suddenly fell ill and she rushed it to the school's lab after hours. She was quick to notice the whimpering of a frightened puppy somewhere within the laboratory. Despite an allergy to dog dander, she sought out the scared pooch and discovered one of her professors performing a dangerous teleportation experiment. She was blasted by the powerful rays meant to zap the dog and was transformed in a furry frenzy of paws, claws, and confused caterwauling. Victoria found herself changed on a genetic level. Her body was covered with the fur of her beloved cats, and her fingernails had been replaced with dagger-like claws. She was able to communicate with cats telepathically, commanding her own army of felines, as well as those of the stray and feral varieties. Most curious, however, was the puppy that had replaced her left foot. It was a wild beast, always eager to nip and bite at anything in its way. She named it Sausage, and eventually learned to wield the puppy foot as a deadly weapon against foes. Concerned by her former professor's misuse of the veterinary facility, Victoria began a crusade to stop him and the sinister company he had worked for during his time at the university. 
She made sure he would never experiment on innocent animals again and vowed to stop the vicious animals he had already created through his paportation experiments. In time, Victoria became famous for her struggles against animal cruelty and was known in every household as Victoria Puppyfoot. There she is, everybody. That was a most, most enjoyable time. Luke, thanks so much for uh, a most peculiar and bizarre idea out of your uh, weird brain. Was there... uh, did you have a clear vision of this Victoria puppy foot when you thought of that or what? What was, what was, how does this compare? You, you know, I am not going to lie. Uh, I originally only envisioned a woman with a puppy for a foot. Uh, I had not really thought very far beyond that, that general concept. Well, and there you go, everybody. All you need to create whatever character you want is a weird, weird idea. Right, Luke? That's pretty much your writing credo, isn't it? It's perfect, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thanks so much for joining us on the 12th episode of the yes. B-Mega Podcast, Three Victoria months. Puppyfoot. We hope that you will check out our webcomic where you can find all of the lovely megas that we've created over these episodes at megatoncitynews.com and also that you will please subscribe to the B-Mega Podcast on iTunes and like us if you like us and also follow us on Twitter at megatoncity use hashtag B-Mega and hashtag Victoria Puppyfoot to be a part of the conversation (laughs) thanks Luke thanks everybody have fun and as always be mega what do you think my wife thought of that it's called poop no pupper (laughs) (laughs) it made me laugh way too much it's called poop You said poop. Uh, I try to do it every time. Tell me what you had in mind for this. <clears throat> this one Miss Victoria Picklefoot. <laughs> <laughs> I knew as soon as I started that sentence, I was like, I can't remember her name. I can't think of it. And I just thought, I'll figure it out before I get there. You're really, I got really close. Really close, yeah. Hip hop, a hip to the hop to the hip hip hop, and you don't stop a rockin' to the bang bang boogie it up, chuck the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie beat. Uh. <laughs> the characters and stories in this podcast are the property of Megaton City Creations. 